0: a modern Christmas classic, Miracle on 34th Street. So if you have any doubts as to whether or not there's a Santa Claus, I want you to meet Edmund Gwen in a moment when he will recreate his original role in this delightful 20th Century Fox picture. It's Thanksgiving Day in New York City. On a broad avenue adjoining Central Park, an annual event is being joyfully awaited the spectacular parade presented by Macy's Department Store to herald in the Christmas season. Away from the crowd are two of Macy's public relations experts. He's simply wonderful, Mrs. Walker. Just look at him on that float. The most realistic Santa Claus we've ever had. (laughs) Why, he didn't even need any padding, did he? Padding? But didn't you notice his tummy? It's so round, it's so firm, it's so fully packed. (laughs) <laughs> well, now that everything's under control, where on earth did you find him? I've... I I have don't know. I just turned around and there he was. And you think that the man whose place he took was, uh, was intoxicated? With a breath that would knock over a reindeer. Just think of Mr. Macy had seen
1: him. What if Mr. Gimble had seen him? Competition between our stores is tough enough as it is. And the parade's starting. Let's stand at the curb. Not I, Mr. Shellhammer. I'm going home and relax. Anyway, I can see it from there.
0: I live just around the corner. Oh, so you do. Well, see you tomorrow, Mrs. Walker. And congratulations on finding the first perfect cloud in Macy's history. That's certainly a wonderful parade, Susan. Oh, just look at that clown. Gosh, what a giant
1: giant, Mr. Gailey? There are not the things as giants.
0: Well, not now, maybe, but in olden days...
1: Really, yeah. Mr. Gailey, and you a lawyer?
0: Oh, well, what about the giant jack You know, jack and the beanstalk
1: Everybody knows about fairy tale, and I agree with my mother. Fairy tales are silly. Come in. Good afternoon. I'm Susan's mother, the
0: maid
1: said I... Hello, mother. I'm working...
0: Oh, Susie's told me quite a lot about you, Mrs. Walker. She's told me quite a lot about you, too. The man in the front apartment. Oh, that's all part of a plot, Mrs. Walker. I'm very fond of Susie, but I also want to meet you. At least you are think.
1: Hey, there goes Santa okay, Claus. Don't even mention the name. Why not, Mother? That's Santa Claus you see The a last minute substitute. But why? Remember the way the janitor was last New Year's? Oh my! Tight as an owl. I see
0: Susan doesn't believe
1: in Santa Claus either. That's right. She never has. Well, that's the end of the parade. Mother, I've been thinking. It's Thanksgiving, and there are only the two of us. Couldn't we invite Mister Gary Well,
0: I. Oh, uh, please don't bother. I'll uh, I'll have a sandwich or something.
1: But well, we have such a big turkey. Please, mother, please. Did I act wow. all right, Miss Gary
0: Susie.
1: Oh, you ask fine, Susan. Finish at three, Mr. Gayley.
0: Hello, Hello. Mrs.
1: Walker? Yes, Mr. Shellhammer.
0: Your maid said you were a Thanksgiving dinner, but I just had to tell you, your Santa Claus was
1: stupendous. Well, thank you.
0: Mr. Macy himself wants him to be our toy department, Santa
1: Claus. Well, fine. Can you hire him? I always... We'll talk about it in the morning. Thanks for calling, Mr. Shellhammer. Here
0: he is, Mr. Shellhammer. You're Santa Claus. Thank you, Alfred. Thank you. Uh, good morning, Santa Claus. Morning. Now, before you go to the toy department, here's a list of toys that we we have to push. Huh? You know, things we're overstocked on... Oh. Now, you'll find that a great many children will be undecided as to what they want for Christmas. When that happens, you immediately suggest one of these items. <laughs> you understand? I certainly do. Fine. Now, take the list, and Alfred here will show you to your throne in the toy department. And don't forget, you're working for Macy's. <laughs> Of course I am. What do you want for Christmas,
1: little boy? I want a fire engine with a real hose that squirts real hot water. And I won't do it in the house. I'll only do it in the backyard. I promise.
0: And I promise you will get your fire
1: engine. You see, Mama? I told you, you get me one. Oh, that's fine. That's just candy. Wait here, I to thank Santa Claus, too. Yes, madam? What's the matter with you?
0: Now, now,
1: now... The trouble. Well, I told you before, didn't I? The kid wants a fire engine, but there isn't one to be had anywhere in town. Macy's ain't got any, Gimbal's ain't got any, nobody's got any. My feet are killing me, and you say, okay, he gets the fire engine. Yeah, but you can get those fire engines at Schoenfeld, on Lexington Avenue, only four fifty. dollars Wonderful bargain. Schoenfeld?
0: Hey, I don't get it. Oh, I followed the toy market very closely.
1: Macy sending people to other stores? Are you kidding?
0: Well, the one important thing is to make the children happy, isn't it? Whether Macy's or somebody else sells the toy doesn't matter. Don't you feel that way?
1: Who, me? Yeah. Oh, yeah, sure. Only I didn't know Macy's did. I don't get it. I just don't get it.
0: Uh, Who's next, please? Right this way to see Santa Claus. All right, little girl. You're next. Oh, but of course, little girl. You want some roller skates? Well, you shall have them, too. And he has some fine skates here at Macy's, haven't you, Santa Claus? Oh, they're good skates, all right, but, but but not quite good enough. Now, I left some really wonderful roller skates at Gimbal's. I'm sure Gimbal's had just what this good little girl wants. Mr. Shellhammer?
1: Are you Mr. Shellhammer?
0: Gimbal's? Well, oh, that's just what he did say. <gasps> Jimbo,
1: uh, the sales lady said I should speak to you. Jimbo, I just want to congratulate you and Macy's on this wonderful new stunt you're pulling. Mom! Imagine a big outfit like Macy's putting the spirit of Christmas ahead of the commercial. Mom! But from now on, I'm going to be a regular Macy's customer. Mom! All right, Mortimer, we we'll are go
0: with you. Oh, you certainly know all about the Macy store, don't you,
1: Susan? Well, that's because my mother works here. But I still think it's silly bringing me here to see Santa Claus. Well, I
0: just feel it when you've talked to him. Okay, Maybe.
1: Mr. Galing. I'm certainly willing to try. <laughs> what a fine young
0: lady. And what's your name, little
1: girl? Susan Walker, what's
0: yours? Mine? Chris Kringle. I'm Santa Claus. Hmm. Oh. Oh, you don't believe that, eh?
1: Uh Uh-uh. You see, my mother's Mrs. Walker. Oh. But I must say you're the best-looking Santa Claus I've ever seen. Really? Your beard, for instance, it doesn't have one of those things that goes over your ears.
0: Well, that's just because it's real. Just like I'm really Santa Claus. Now, go ahead. Go on. Pull it. Real? Yeah. And now, what would you like me to bring you for Christmas?
1: Nothing, thank you. Whatever I want, my mother will get. If it's a sensible and doesn't cough too much,
0: that's oh. quite right, Susan. Mm-hmm. Oh, hello, hello Mother. Hello,
1: Mrs. Walker. Hello, Mr. Galing.
0: The explanation for all this is very simple. Your maid's mother sprained her ankle. She had to go home, so she asked me to bring Susie down to you. As long as we were here, I figured we might as well say hello to Santa Claus.
1: He has real whiskers, Mother. Susan, would you mind standing over there a minute? If you want me to.
0: I uh, shouldn't have brought Susie to see Santa, is Now
1: you're making me feel completely sorry. Don't you see? I tell Susan that Santa Claus is a fable and you show her a very convincing old man with real whiskers. Whom is she to believe? Yeah, that's
0: right,
1: isn't it? When Susan was a baby, her father and I were divorced. Ever since
0: then, I've protected my child by teaching her reality. If you don't believe in fairy tales and fantasy, you can never be hurt or disillusion. We were talking about Susie, Mrs. Water.
1: And I must ask you to let me raise her as I see fit. All right, dear. The store's going to close soon. We'll run along to my office. Alfred
0: said you wanted to see me, Mrs. Walker. Oh. Oh, yes. Come in. I, um, I'd be grateful if you'll please tell Susan, you're not really Santa Claus. Huh?
1: That there actually is no such person. Oh, no,
0: but Mrs. Walker. Not only is there such a person, but here I am to
1: prove it. No, no, you misunderstand. I want you to tell her the truth. Now, what's your real name? Chris
0: Pringle. And I always tell the truth. (laughs) Susie, I bet you're in the first grade.
1: Second grade. I mean your real name. that
0: is my real name. My goodness, Susie, second grade. Very well. I have your
1: employment card right here. I'll look it up on that.
0: That's a very cute dress, Susie.
1: It's for Macy. We get 10% off. Oh.
0: So you always tell the truth, do you? Look at your employment card. Yes. Name, Chris Pringle. Address, Brooks Memorial Home, Great Neck, Long Island. You will call the home if you care to confirm that, Mrs. Walker. It's a home for elderly gentlemen. Would you also like for me to confirm this? What's that?
1: Date of birth. As old as my tongue and a little bit older than my
0: teeth place of birth, North Pole. Now, really. Why, I believe you doubt me, Mrs. Walker. And this tops everything. Next of kin. oh, that.
1: Dasher, dancer, prancer, and victim.
0: I'm sorry to have to do this, Mr., uh... Crinkle?
1: But the, um... The Santa Claus we had two years ago is back in town, and I feel that we
0: owe it to him to give him... That. Have I done something wrong? Oh, no. No, it's just... It was, excuse me. Hello? And this is Mr. Shellham and Mrs. Walker. Drop whatever you're doing. Mr. Macy wants to see us immediately. I'll be right
1: up. I'm afraid I'll have to be very abrupt with you. i have to see Mr. Macy. You'll be paid for the full week, Mr. Kringle. I'll send your cheque to that address. Oh.
0: I'm right in, Mrs. Walker. Mr. Shellow. Thank
1: you, Mr. Macy.
0: Now, uh, about this new policy you two initiated. Uh, oh, Macy's Santa Claus sending customers to Gimble. But, but
1: but I can explain
0: everything, Mr. Macy. You don't have to explain a thing. Hey, look look at my desk. Forty-two telegrams and over five hundred phone calls. Grateful parents expressing undying gratitude to Macy's Department Store. Would you? Oh, you don't say. Yes, and from now on. Not only will our Santa Claus continue in this manner, but every salesperson in the entire store. You, but you mean
1: if we haven't got what the customer asked
0: for, we are to send him where he can get it. No more high-pressuring and forcing a customer to take something he doesn't really want.
1: I, I, I think that's wonderful, Mr. Macy.
0: Yes, yes. We'll be known as, uh, as the helpful store, the, uh, the friendly store. The store that places public service. Make more profits than ever. Now, as for you, Mrs. Walker, and Mr. <laughs> Shellhammer, you'll find a more practical expression of my gratitude in your Christmas on oh, 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 thank you, Mr. Mason. What? Thank you. Oh, and uh, and tell that wonderful Santa Claus I won't forget him either. Oh, as a matter of fact, I'll tell him myself in the morning. Well, yes, indeed, Mr. Mason. Good night. Good uh, night. Uh, good night, Mr. Mason. Uh, and thank you again, sir. Uh, uh, oh, 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 imagine a bonus. Yes. Yeah. Well, what's the matter with you? Mr. Shellhammer,
1: I... I just fired him. You just fired oh. him? Santa Claus! Oh, no! Well, you couldn't have! Oh, I did! He's crazy, Mr. Shellhammer! He really thinks he is Santa Claus! I don't
0: care if he thinks he's the Easter Bunny! Find him! <laughs> it was a frantic few hours that Doris spent last night rushing out to the Brooks Memorial Home in Long Island and assuring Chris Kringle that Macy's wanted him back as Santa Claus. So Chris is again presiding over the colored toy department while in her office, Doris and Mr. Shellhammer...
1: Don't you understand, Mr. Shellhammer? That old man with the nice white whiskers insists that he is Santa Claus. He's out of his mind. He
0: might even be dangerous. I've got to tell Mr. Macy. But maybe he's only a little balmy. Anyway, you can't be sure until he's examined. We'll send him to Mister Sawyer. Sawyer in personnel. He's paid to examine employees, isn't he? And uh, now, by the way, what do you think of this? What is it? A full-page ad. Macy's is running in tomorrow's newspaper. Macy's is running it, but it's all about the other stores, Jules and Starbucks. I know. I'm know. Mister Macy's idea to help our customers find what they want. <sighs> all revolting,
1: isn't it? <laughs> that Santa Claus certainly has started something. Oh, well, I'll get hold of him in his lunch hour and send him up to Mr. Sawyer.
0: So I changed my clothes, Mr. Sawyer, and came right out. Oh, then that's your own beard, eh? Oh, yes. Uh, interesting complex in back of that. Why do you carry a cane? Always carry a cane, Mr. Sawyer. Well, that is, when I wear street clothes. I carved this cane out of a runner from one of my old slaves. What's that? <laughs> what a fine, solid silver top. But who was the first president of the United States? Oh, give me a difficult one. Like, who was vice president under James Monroe? I am conducting this examination. Well, the answer is Daniel D. Tompkins. You're a uh, rather a nervous man, aren't you? Uh-huh. you get enough sleep? My personal habits are no concern of yours. What hand am I holding up? Right hand. How many fingers do you see? Three. Oh, dear, and you bite your nails, too. Stand up. Feet together, arms extended. Muscular coordination test? Oh, I've taken dozens of those tests. Mr. Sawyer, are you happy at home? That will be all, Mr. Kringle. The examination is over. Thank you. And it may interest you to know that I have been happily married for 22 years. Very happily married. Delighted to hear it. Goodbye, Mr. Sawyer. Miss Prong. Yes, sir? Get Mrs. Walker on the phone.
1: Yes, sir. But your wife, Mrs. Sawyer, she's called four times already. Tell my
0: big fat boy. You shut up and mind your own business. Here's
1: Mrs. Walker, sir.
0: Hello, sir. point in discussing it, Mrs. Walker. Obviously, the old man should be discharged.
1: You mean, sort of take custody of him? Do you think
0: Mr. Kringle would agree to that? Oh, I'm sure he'll agree. Well, in that case... Well, let's see. Who do I know who could rent him a room?
1: I'm glad you're going to have dinner with us, Mr. Kringle. Oh,
0: thank you, Susie.
1: I'm also very glad you're going to live next door with Mr. Galey. Why? Because you're nice to talk to. Mm-hmm.
0: What a fine young man that Mister Gailey is! Now just think, allowing me to share his apartment, me a mere stranger.
1: He did it because Mother hinted to him.
0: Well, anyway, I'm very grateful.
1: Shall I tell you what I did in school today? Oh, by
0: all means. Any games?
1: Yes, and a very silly game too. They played zoo, and each child was supposed to be an animal.
0: But surely, they were just pretending.
1: That's what makes the game so silly.
0: Of course, in order to play games, you need imagination. Oh, that's
1: when you see things, but they're not really there.
0: Well, yeah. Yes, but to me, you know, imagination is a place all by itself. Now, you've heard of the French nation and the British nation. Well, this is the imagination. Very interesting place, too. Yeah, how how would you like to be able to make snowballs in summertime, eh? Or to be the Statue of Liberty in the morning, and in the afternoon, fly south of the flock of geese.
1: I'm quite sure I'd like it, but...
0: Oh, it's very simple. Anyway, the next time they play zoo, you can be a monkey. Well, I
1: don't know how to be a monkey.
0: Yeah. Oh, I'll show you. First, you bend over a little, like, uh, like this, see? Now, let your arms hang loose, see? Like this. Like this? Yeah, that's fine. Fine. Now, put your hand over here. And start scratching, see? see? Oh, that's that's excellent, Susie. Yes. That's as fine a bit of scratching as I've ever seen. Now, now, Susie, now start chattering. Chattering? Mm-hmm. That's it, listen. See? That's it. And keep scratching. See? Now then we'll do it together. Eh? Come on. Chatter and scratch and scratch and chatter. Yeah, that's fine, Susan. You're doing beautifully.
1: magazine. It's a picture of a house.
0: Oh, oh, that's what you want, eh? A doll's house. Colonial architecture.
1: Oh, not a doll's house. A real house.
0: A real house?
1: Yes, and if you're really Santa Claus, you can get it for me.
0: Now, 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 wait a minute, excuse me. Oh, what What could you possibly do with a real house?
1: Living it with my mother. And the backyard with a great big tree to put a swing on. Oh. And a garden. Up. Oh, well, why even discuss it?
0: Mm. But, Susie, could I keep this picture? Just, uh, just in case? Huh? I guess so. Thank you. Well, Mr. Gale is waiting for me. Good night, monkey.
1: Good night, Mr. Kringle. Mm.
0: Very kind, really. Tell me, Mr. Peely. Just what do you do for a living? I'm a lawyer. Oh. Hazelip, Hazelip Sherman, and McKenzie. Mm-hmm. And you, uh, you like living here in the city? Oh, it's convenient. Someday I'd like to get a place in Long Island. Not a big house, just no. one of those junior partner deals now that has it. Uh, one of those little colonial houses, mm-hmm. eh? Mm-hmm, yeah, a little colonial house would be swell. Oh. You're, um... You're uh, quite fond of Mrs. Walker, aren't you? A lot of good it does me. She lives in a cast-iron shell that's a little difficult to penetrate. You must try harder, Mr. Gailey. Mrs. Walker and that child are a couple of lost souls. It is up to us to help. them. Yeah. Well, well, shall I turn out the light? Oh, no, no, no. I'm not going to be cheated out of this. All of my life I've wondered about it, and now I'm going to find out. Well. Does Santa Claus sleep with his whiskers outside or inside? Her? <laughs> oh. and outside, of course. Outside, by all means. The cold air makes them grow. <laughs> Thank you. Mrs. Walker, come in.
1: Thank you, Mr. Macy. I've just heard something very exciting. Yeah,
0: well, let me tell you something very exciting. Our policy of being kind to customers has tripled our sales. Now, what do you think
1: of that? <laughs> wonderful, Mr. Macy. And Gimbals thinks it's wonderful, too. Gimbal's? Gimbal's are adopting the same policy. Well, well, is that so? And it gives me an idea. As long as Gimbal's are doing the same thing, why not some pictures from newspapers?
0: Pictures?
1: Yes. You and Mr. Gimble shaking hands.
0: Shaking hands. R.H. Macy and, uh, and Gimble? Well,
1: well, yes.
0: Yes. Yeah, well, why not? With Santa Claus. Oh, it's a great idea, Mrs. Walker. Macy and Gimble. Shaking hands. Oh. <laughs> generous our That's quite a check. What are you going to do with Mr. Kringle? Well, I have a friend, a Dr. Pierce. He needs a new x-ray machine. Now buy the machine through the store, 10% discount. Nonsense! Come over to gimble's We'll furnish it up. Keep it up, gentlemen. Keep it up. At this rate, my friend will have a whole new hospital. <laughs> turn out, Mr. Kringle? Oh, fine, Alfred. Fine. How about again checkers during lunch hour? Oh, not today, Chris. Hey? I uh, I don't feel so good. Huh? What's the matter, Alfred? Oh, nothing much. You remember I was telling you how I like to play Santa Claus over at the Y and give out packages to the kids? Yeah. Well, I was telling Mr. Sawyer about it, and he says that's very bad. What? That uh, Psychologically, it's all wrong. Wrong? To be nice Children? Well, he says guys who play Santa Claus do it because when they was young, they must have done something bad. Oh. And now they do something I think is good to make up for it, see? Oh. It's what he calls a, a guilt conflict. Uh, Alfred, what else have you found wrong with you? Oh, nothing much. Just that I hate my father. Oh. I didn't know it, but he says I do. Excuse me. Well, hey, ain't you gonna have lunch? Later. Right now, I have an appointment with Mr. Sawyer. Oh, yeah. What do you mean, breaking into my office like this? Are you a licensed psychiatrist? What business is it of yours? I have a great respect for psychiatry and great contempt for meddling amateurs who go around practicing it. You shut up. You ought to be horse taking a boy like Alfred and filling him up with complexes and phobias until he... I think I am better equipped to judge that than you. Just because Alfred wants to be kind to children, you tell him he has a guilt complex. <laughs> Having the same delusion, you couldn't possibly understand. Oh, and boy. don't you wave that cane at me. Either you stop analyzing Alfred, and I'll go straight to Mr. Macy and tell him what a contemptible fraud you are. You get out of here. Get out before I have you thrown out. There's only one way to handle a man like you. Well... Maybe this'll knock some sense into you.
1: oh help, oh, oh,
0: my head, my head. Hey, okay, oh, Mr. God. Sawyer. Miss Brown! Miss Prom, get me the police. Get me Mrs. Walker. Get me the psychopathic ward at Bellevue Hospital. <laughs> I did. well you're a lawyer you fix it hey hey now look i won't let you down and you won't let me down now chris take it easy look uh, there'll have to be a hearing if you're going to be committed it's got to be before a judge well well if i can do anything at all it'll have to be in that courtroom sit tight chris i'll get an idea <laughs> i'll have to There. He's in Bellevue. Yes. Yes, he is, Mr. Mayhem. Because he's a lunatic. Yes, sir. A lunatic. Lunatic, my foot. Now, you listen to me, Sawyer. You get that case dropped right away, or you'll have another lump to match the one he gave you. Because of my hand? wanted to speak to you about. Mr. Macy would like to drop the whole case right now. You see, we are most anxious to avoid any publicity. No publicity, huh? Mm-hmm. That's very interesting. Then you will cooperate. You know something, Mr. Sawyer? You have just given me the idea that I've been searching well, for. No. If I'm going to win this case, I'm going to have to have public opinion and plenty of it. And, and publicity th- is just the way to do it. No, 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 but uh, but Mr. Gailey's. Oh. Look at these newspapers, Chris. Here, evening dispatch. Doctors doubt sanity of Santa who launched goodwill campaign. Oh, my. Daily Bulletin. Macy's Santa Claus to have lunacy hearing. Uh, what's this one? Uh, New York Express. Is Chris Kringle crazy? <laughs> For case coming... It is cry calamity. You've driven the United Nations clear back to page five. (laughs) But get a good night's sleep, Chris. We go before Judge Harper at 10 tomorrow morning. For a few weeks, a jolly elderly gentleman named Chris Kringle has been working minor miracles as Macy Santa Claus. But now his sanity has been seriously questioned. And in a crowded courtroom, Judge Harper listens patiently as the assistant district attorney summons Chris to the witness stand. Now, this is not a trial, Mr. Kringle. It's just a hearing, so you don't have to answer any questions. Now then, sir, where do you live, please? Well, it seems to me that's what this hearing will decide, won't it? Uh, now, Mr. Kringle, do you believe that you are Santa Claus? Oh, of course I do. That's all, Your Honor. The state rests this case. Well, Mr. Gary? Your Honor, Mr. Merrick contends my client is not sane because he believes he is Santa Claus. An entirely logical conclusion. Anyone who thinks he's Santa Claus is crazy. Your Honor, you believe yourself to be Judge Harper, yet no one questions your sanity because you are Ah. Judge Harper, do they? Mr. Kringle is the subject of this sanity hearing. Not I. (laughs) Well, Your Honor, I intend to prove that Mr. Kringle... Santa Claus... Mr. Mara, I thought you said this was a cut-and-dry sanity hearing. Well, I thought it was, Your Honor. Uh, in view of Mr. G- I'll have to re- retire back to journal. <laughs> now long. Well, kid, wait until tomorrow. I'm eating my dinner. Who's been subpoenaed? Well, how do you think I feel about it? Yes, I'll see you tomorrow. Who is that, dear? R.H. Macy has been subpoenaed. Oh, my. They make me look like a sadistic monster who likes nothing better than to drown pussy cats and tear wings off a butterfly. Oh, quiet, dear. Tommy's still awake. Oh, oh, yes, yes. would break his heart if he knew what he's doing. I'm doing my job as assistant district attorney. Well, I'm not so sure, but that I agree with him. Mr. Kringle looks like a
1: very nice old man, and
0: I don't persecute him. I am not persecuting him. I'm prosecuting him, dear. <laughs> I like you, but there's nothing I can do about it.
1: You know something, Thomas? Sometimes I wish I'd married a, well, plumber. Well, if I
0: lose this, kid very Punch. R.H. Macy, huh? I wonder what he's going to pull tomorrow. <laughs> to the witness, Mr. Gilliam. Now then, Missy, if you defendant, please tell us who he is. Chris Kringle, of course. Do you believe him to be of sound mind? Sound mind? <laughs> Wish I had a dozen like him. Mr. Macy, you are on oath. Do you believe that man Santa Claus? That's rather a delicate answer, You keep out of this, Gimble. I beg your pardon. What did you say? I have all nothing. Nothing, <laughs> Mr. Well, I wish you would. Now, and Santa Claus. Yes. In my opinion, he most certainly is. Your Honor! Your Honor, there is no such person. Everybody, and everybody in you prove there isn't any. Your Honor, the prosecution requests an immediate ruling from this court. Is there or is there not a Santa Claus? not the court will take a... Hello, and I'm... Hi. Charlie! Who are doing here? can an old And the U.S. for needed like you do now. This Kringle case? Well, I certainly don't see what they're making such a fuss about. Henry, that Santa Claus you got on... is dynamite, and you're coming up for re-election soon. Charlie, you know what happened last night? Martha brought the grandchildren. They... I wouldn't kiss Grandpa. <laughs> They wouldn't even talk to me. See what I mean? If you rule there is no Santa Claus, you better start looking for that chicken farm right now. I'm a responsible judge. How can I seriously rule that there is no Santa Claus? Because, up if you straight up, they don't hang up those toys supposed to be in those stockings. them. The toy manufacturers have to lay off them. By now, you've got the A.F. of L. and the you. They're going to say it with votes, see? Oh, and the department stores are going to love you, too. Yes, sir, Henry. And what about the Salvation Army? They got a Santa Claus on every street corner, and they're taking a lot of money to help the poor. But you go ahead, Henry. You go in there and rule that there isn't any Santa Claus. But if you do, you can count on getting just two votes, your own and that district attorney's out there. One vote, Charlie. He's a Republican. (laughs) of Santa Claus seems to be largely a matter of opinion. The tradition of American justice demands a broad and unprejudiced view of such a controversial matter. But, Your Honor, this court therefore intends to keep its mind open. We shall ask for evidence on either side. But, Your Honor, the burden of proof clearly rests with my opponent here. Can he produce any evidence to support his view? Yes, Your Honor, please, I can. Will Thomas Mara please take the stand? Who? Me? No, no. Thomas Mara, Jr. I believe he and his mother are both in court today. Hi, Papa. Hi. <laughs> Tommy, do you believe in Santa Claus?
1: I sure do. Gosh, he gave me a brand new sled last year.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, tell me, what does Santa Claus look like?
1: Oh, there he is, sitting right over there.
0: Your Honor, oh, the road. Tell me, Tommy, why are you so sure there's a Santa Claus?
1: Because my Papa told me so. <laughs> Thank you, Papa.
0: Thank you, Tommy. Mr. you, Papa. Uh, yes, you certainly will. <laughs> You're a runner. Don't forget that, Claus. Uh, this year I want a football
1: helmet.
0: Don't worry, Tommy. You'll get it. Mr. Kringle, if you don't mind. The state of New York concedes the existence of a Santa Claus, but in so conceding, we demand that Mr. Gailey stop presenting personal opinion as evidence. I insist he submit authoritative proof that Mr. Kringle here is the one and only Santa Claus. Now, well, Mr. Gailey, are you prepared to show that Mr. Kringle is Santa Claus on the basis of unprejudiced authority? Well, uh, no. Uh, not now. I need a little time. Oh, why not now? Uh, tomorrow, Your Honor. Very well. Court adjourned till tomorrow morning. <coughs>
1: Oh, brother. Now, come
0: on, Susan, dear. Finish your supper.
1: But I can't, Mother. All these things you're saying in the newspapers about Mr. Kringle and Mr. Gailey. They're having this trial because he says he's Santa Claus. He's so kind and nice and jolly. He's not like anyone else I know. He must be Santa. You know something? I think perhaps you're right. Is Mr. Kringle sad now, Mother? I'm afraid he must be. Then I'll write him a letter. Maybe that'll make him feel better. Maybe that'll cheer him up a little bit.
0: Uh, oh postman Postman. Oh uh, yeah lady. Would you mind taking this letter? Oh sure lady we're going straight down our post office now. okay, Louie. take it away. Hey, uh, what do you know, Louie, you're not a letter for Santa Claus. Hey, here's a new one. Instead of North Pole, this kid's got an address to Chris Kringle New York County Courthouse. Well, the kid's right, huh? Oh, yeah, sure, they got him on trial down there. <laughs> he claims he's Santa Claus and the D.A. claims he's nuts. Hey, hey, I got an idea. How many Santa Claus letters we got down there with a dead letter office? Who knows, maybe 50,000, fags and fags all over the joint. You mean, what, oh, Frankie, why not? Wouldn't it be nice to get rid of them all? <laughs> boy, oh boy, look, Louie. As soon as we get to the post office and go see the supervisor. Hey, you know something? I thought we'd both get promoted. <laughs> Since the defense has been unable to submit one shred of proof that Chris Kringle is the one and only Santa Claus, and since tonight is Christmas Eve, I ask, Your Honor, that this hearing be terminated without further delay. I protest. I do have evidence. Five minutes ago, you said you didn't. During Mr. Mara's oration, the bailiff handed my client the evidence I refer to. What evidence? This is Your Honor. Oh, yes, Mr. Kringle? It's from Susan Walker. He believes in me this letter means more to me than anything in the world that letter was delivered by the united states post office an official agency of the federal government the post office department is one of the largest business concerns in the world last year it did a gross volume of over one billion dollars and this your year... honor i'm sure we're all gratified that the post office is getting along so well <laughs> But what billing has it got to do on the sanity of that man? My point is that the post office department is a model of efficiency. Furthermore, the laws of this country make it a criminal offense to willfully misdirect mail or intentionally deliver it to the wrong party. The state of New York is second to none in its admiration of the post office department. We are very happy to concede Mr. Gailey's claim. For the record, Mr. Maron? For the record, anything to get oh. on with this case. Thank you. Your Honor, that letter just received by Mr. Kringle is positive proof that a company... Your Honor, one letter is hardly positive I have further exhibits, Your Honor, but I hesitate to produce come them. Come Mr. Gailey. Put them here on my desk. But, Your Honor... My did put them on my desk. All right, boys, bring them in. You're up. Your Honor, what is this? Empty those mail sacks on Judge Harper's desk. Yeah, but, but we got six truckloads out there. Bring them in, or be fined for contempt of court. No, no justice. Oh, we'll the do it. We'll do it. Your Honor, through rain, through snow, through courtrooms, anything, we go over. daily Your Honor, every one of those letters in every one of those mail sacks is addressed to Santa Claus. The post office has delivered them here. Therefore the Post Office Department recognizes Chris Kringle to be the one and only Santa Claus. Since the United States government declares this man to be Santa Claus, this court will not dispute it. Chases man, why have heavens, they get this mail out of my courtroom! straight to Macy's to see you, Doris.
1: Chris, I'm so glad you won. Thank
0: you. Well, we're having a big Christmas party at the Brooks' home tomorrow morning. I'd like so much to see you and Susan there. We'll be there, Chris. Hmm? Couldn't you... Couldn't you come home now? Have dinner with us? Now? Tonight? Me? Oh, my goodness, Doris. It's christmas Eve. Oh! Alfred, look. Look who came all the way out here to the home. Just for our Christmas party. Chris, it's, it's Mr. Mason. Yes, and Mr. Gimble, too. Oh, excuse me, Alfred. Mrs. Walker and Susie have to leave now, and I... Uh... Mr.
1: Charlie, you've got so many presents. Mm-hmm. Not the one I wanted. Not the one Mr. Creel was going to get for me. Well, what was it? It doesn't mm-hmm. matter. I knew I wouldn't get it. But I thought he'd at least tell me Why?
0: Susie! I'm sorry, Susie. I tried my best,
1: You couldn't get it because you're not Santa Claus. Susan, just a nice old man, like Mother said. But I was wrong when I told you that. You must believe in Mr. Kringle and keep right on doing it. You must have faith in him. That doesn't make sense, Mother. Faith is believing in things when common sense tells you not to. But Mother, you always said... Just because things don't turn out the way you want
0: them to the first time, you've still got to believe in people. I found... Hello, Doris. Fred. Mr. Galey. Merry Christmas, Susie. Gosh, you
1: just go here, and we're just ready to leave.
0: Oh, I've been here, and if you're ready to leave, I'll drive you home. So before you go, here. Here's a map I've made for you. You will miss a lot of traffic. About four miles south, you will see Ashley Avenue. That's the street you want. Ashley Avenue. Thanks, Chris, and Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you, Fred. And to you, my dear. And to you, Susie. Mr.
1: Kringle, I do believe. I do. It's silly, I suppose, but I do. understand it. Fred, the map Chris gave us definitely
0: says Ashley Avenue. We've been on Ashley Avenue now for... Stop our... the car! Stop the car! Please! Susie, what is it, darling? What's the matter? There it is!
1: The house! The house!
0: Susie! in the world. She's running into that house. At least there's no one home. It's brand new. It's just been built. Oh, no, for sale. Susie. It's... For sale? What on earth is that child up to? Susie! Hey,
1: Susie! Here I am upstairs. Well, come right down. You know you shouldn't run around in other people's houses.
0: Strange? Oh, no, no, I mean this house. I've seen this house somewhere.
1: I know I have. Maybe in a magazine. Mother, it's our house. It's the one I asked him for, Mister Kringle. Mister Kringle. I know it is. Oh, you were right, Mommy. You were right. <laughs> Mommy told me if things didn't turn out just the way you wanted them at first, you've still got to believe. And I kept believing. And you were right, Mommy. Mr. Kringle is Santa Claus. Now where
0: are you going? In
1: fact, to see if there's a swing. There is one, Mommy. There is one.
0: You told her that? I'm believing. Well, you told me, Fred. <laughs> the uh, shine outside. The sale. Hmm? Well... We can't let her down, can we? I never really doubted you. It's just my silly common sense. Oh, it even makes sense to believe in me now. I must be a pretty good lawyer. (laughs) (laughs) I take a little old man and legally prove to the world that he's Santa Claus. Now you know that. Fred! What? What's that? There. In the corner by the fireplace. Oh, no! No! It can't be! A cane? Chris's cane? Why, there couldn't be two canes like this anywhere in the world. Silver handle and all. Hey, you know something. Maybe I didn't do such a wonderful thing after all. Edmund Terry Webb. Time you've been our Santa Claus, Teddy, and it was delightful as ever. Well, it's one of my favorite parts, Irving, because every time I'm Santa, I get letters from those pretty luxe girls. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, Virginia great as Doris, with Phil Connor as Fred, Harry Ironall as Susan, William Conner as Mara, Holly Bear is Sawyer, Bill Boucher as Macy, Herb Butterfield as the judge, and Yvonne Petty, Harry Shearer, Mary Jane Croft, Joe Forte... Ed the cautious Shep Rankin, Howard McNair, Sam Edwards, Herb Migran, and Eddie Maher. Original story by Valentine Davies.
1: A radio play.